And uh, thanks and giving. That is our current sermon series, which we are today is the second of this series. And in fact, I'm going to start right off. I'm going to ask you to please open up your Bibles to the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 8. 2 Corinthians chapter 8. I'll be reading from verses 1 through 7. And uh, as you're looking for it, this is more setting up the, what, what Apostle Paul is doing. He's writing a letter to the church of Corinth where uh, the, the, the church has... Uh, pledged to give something, and he wanted to give them an encouragement to, apart from many other things, but encouragement to follow through with what they said they were going to give, because later on he was going to send Titus, uh, one of his uh, uh, individuals is going to go and pick it up for them. And not only from the large uh, church of the Corinth, he wanted to share with them what the other churches in Macedonia were doing. Uh, So again, uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 through 7. Now, I'm reading from the NIV version, so if you have your own Bible, you may have a different translation, but I pray you'll be able to follow along. The Bible says this, And now, brothers and sisters, we want you to know about the grace that God has given the Macedonian churches. In the midst of a very severe trial, their overflowing joy and their extreme poverty welled up in rich generosity. For I testify that they gave as much as they were able and even beyond their ability. Now entirely on their own, they urgently pleaded with us for the privilege of sharing in this service to the Lord's people, and they exceeded our expectations." They gave themselves first of all to the Lord, and then by the will of God also to us. So we urged Titus, just as he had earlier made a beginning, to bring also to completion this act of grace on your part. But since you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in complete earnestness, and in the love we have kindled in you, see that you also excel in this grace of giving. May God bless his word. Let me pause for a word of prayer. Uh, God, we come into this point of our worship service to receive of your word. Let our ears be open and attentive to what you're leading us to do, and even it includes the conviction that allows us to uh, have our will be turned over to your will, Lord, and and help us to hear your message today. We ask in the sweet name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. There are several things that we can get out of uh, this passage here when it comes to the Macedonian churches and what the Apostle Paul is sharing with the church of Corinth. Now, definitely want to share with you that they they gave sacrificially. Uh, One of the things that the Bible is saying here is that they were under severe trial, and even in the midst of their own poverty, they went and exceeded beyond what they were able to. Why? Because they were so excited. They were pleading with them to have the privilege of coming alongside of them and helping to continue to share the message. The, the, the gospel news or, or, or what's happening with Jesus that other people can hear about them, and they wanted to be a part of it. But obviously, when, when they, even in the midst of poverty, they wanted to, to give something, and any time that you're giving something, that means that you are, in a sense, uh, taking a little less than what you can live on or what can, you can do without. And the very first one, a share thing I want to share with you is their giving required them to go without something. Again, that their giving 
required them to go without something. Now, when we do that, there's another, uh, before I even continue, there's another part there that says giving out of our abundance is not sacrifice. Giving out of our abundance is not sacrifice. Now, I do want to share with you a few things. Uh, uh, first of all, a little personal story. When I was uh, younger, my godfather, when, I mean little, when my godfather uh, was well-known in, in, in Puerto Rico, and uh, well-known enough that I don't even know if it's still standing after Hurricane Maria back in 2017, but they had erected a, a statue of my godfather in the Carolina area uh, near the airport. And I used to like going to his house. Now, not just only his house. I I didn't really care about the the big rooms here and there. Why did I like going to his house? Because at the end of my visit, he would go and slip me some money. I'd be like, yeah, I like this guy, you know? And and then, and when I would see it, I I thought I was rich. I mean, $5? Woo! And you're probably thinking, $5? Come on, you really got, you got to keep in mind, at that time, I could buy 500 penny candies, all right? That, 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 that man, the $5, I felt I could do so much. And, uh, and, and here's the part is that I, I, every time I would go and, and hear that there's a trip going to the Godfather's house, I would say, oh, can I go? Can I go? I realized, ladies and gentlemen, afterwards that that $5, even though it was, it was a lot for me, for him, it wasn't really a sacrifice because I actually saw what he, you know, what he was able to have and, and, and was, was blessed with. And so uh, that, that for him wasn't really a sacrifice of giving me $5 because he was just giving it to me out of the abundance of what he did have. And so in our hearts, when we are giving, we got to keep in mind that out of, of abundance, is it really then considered a sacrifice if we're just saying, yeah, just, just take that because it's not really affecting you. It's not, uh, it's not causing a little hurt or a little pain. If I say like, I've heard before, uh, a give until it hurts. I, I think that's the, 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 the quote. And I think that uh, in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7, it says that if you're going to give, make sure you don't give it reluctantly, but give it cheerfully. So the Macedonian church, uh, uh, churches here, it was saying that they were overflowing with joy because they knew that whatever they could muster up together, you know, they could give because they knew where it was going to be going. Can you imagine, ladies and gentlemen, as a church, as we all come together, as some people would be like, I don't have as much as we shared last week, but, but here, out of the, their poverty, they were able to have that excitement and joy to give because the message was going to continue to be shared with others, because the message that they had received about this Savior, they wanted others to be able to hear that, and I'm so thankful for their faithfulness, even in the midst when they were going through severe trial, as the scripture saying here, they also put us pulled aside and says what can we give I, we know we can't give as much you know as other people but what can we give i remember going to the stores groceries and i used to load up the the cupboard at times and if you have children like me they, they, I, this i've heard it too many times i i'm hungry okay well go over to the cupboard there's, there's stuff there they open up the cupboard, and I've heard this too many times. There's nothing to eat. What do you mean there's nothing to eat? I just bought a lot of stuff. Yeah, but I said, just uh, combine this and make something. Uh, I didn't want to make it. You know, it's, 
The list can go on and on. And for those of you that are experiencing parenting, you know what I'm talking about. For them, they don't have anything, but in in reality, they did have what they needed. But I got to tell you that there were times that my cupboard was barely empty. And I've shared with you before that I used to stand on the food, uh, the, the pantry, going to churches. I used to make a line with my mom and my siblings, just to be able to hopefully, by the time that we get to the church, inside those doors, that there was still stuff in there for us to eat. So I know more about, uh, about need, but even in the midst of that, ladies and gentlemen, there were times that if I go back to the story of my godfather, when he would just give me the, 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 the $5 or any type of money that was going, I, I was like, man, this is awesome. He's such a giving person. But here's the part what happened, and I I learned this later on. What happened was, in me focusing on what he was able to give, out of his abundance, I forgot about the sacrifice that even my mom was doing at our house. I wanted to make sure that any time that there was a trip going to my, God, my godfather's house that I went there, but uh, because he, had, he was going to give me money, I was hoping he was going to, but I forgot that the time the, uh, of my mom working uh, uh, several jobs or making sure that there was food on the table or that there was you know, food on our backs, you know, a roof over our head, and even though we didn't have that many, and it's almost like saying, man, why, why are we so poor? But the sacrifice, and she made sure that it's like if one person eats, we will make sure that other, everybody eats here. And that's why I probably shared with you before that the, 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 the Chef Boyardee, I, I've never, you, you, you can add so much water until it loses its taste, if you know what I'm talking about. But we, she made sure that everybody ate in the house. Why do I say that? It's because I was so focused so much on the abundance of what my godfather had, I neglected to see the sacrifice that my mom was making. And I I believe that Apostle Paul was also in the same way that if if people were just so focused on what the Corinth church, the church of Corinth was able to do, he didn't want them to forget what the churches of Macedonia did. Even in the midst of poverty, they were still privileged enough. They wanted, they wanted with overflowing joy, they wanted to, here, here, here's what I have, take it. Giving out of abundance is not sacrifice. And I don't know if, uh, let me see, I, I did this at the 9 o'clock, so I'm pretty sure. If I sit down here, you'll be, uh, hopefully most people will be able to see me. If not, you got the camera guy there. All right. I'm sitting down because I want to share with you an analogy. Uh, I was at a church when I was younger, uh, and probably around maybe uh, 17, 18 years old, when I got a job, and, and I, had, um, I had a wallet. And most of the time, uh, I'm going to pick on my brother, the one, the good-looking one, that um, usually comes here, uh, Pastor Joey. I think he says good-looking one. Anyway, I, I don't pay attention to him as much anymore like that. But uh, I do remember uh, our wallets used to have a, a bunch of paper. You know, whether it's, we didn't have tech, cell phones or, or texting before, so we would have those little notes to say, hey, you want to go out with me, circle yes or no, you know, type of thing like that. Uh, you don't remember any of that? Okay, that's okay. Uh, yeah, and, but anyway, I remember a time that I had $60. I still remember this. I had $60, and I folded it up nice and crisp that I wanted to make sure that my wife didn't even know that I had a secret compartment in my wallet. 
right? And so I put those $60 nice and crisp, and I wanted to make sure that it wasn't bulging out, that it was just enough, that it was like uh, uh, really pressed down just in case an emergency. And I'm saying, you know, my wife doesn't know. And you're probably saying, man, Pastor Ricky, why are you talking about wife? If you don't know, I was married at 18 years old, all right? And so I didn't want her to know. I figured nobody else knows except me. I forgot about that God know. God knew that I had it in that, in that uh, secret compartment because nothing, you can't hide anything from God. And it came time for a moment that the offering was being collected, and I still remember it as if it was happened yesterday because it was a great lesson, which I'll share in a moment, is that here's the, the, the offering plate is coming around, and as I grabbed it, I don't know why, it just felt like, if you ever saw the movie Matrix, that it's like slow motion, and I'm saying, come on, you're like, get it out. But in the midst of that, I was being convicted Give those $60. I'm like, no, that is not you, Jesus. That is not you. <laughs> That's, that can't be you. You know that this is only for emergencies only. And it just kept on. And <clears throat> Okay, Lord, I, I'll, I'll give it to you, but I'm going to trust, trust in you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it all. And I did, I, and, I, and I took the, the, my wallet, and, I, and I, I remember this just little by little, and it's still like, it felt like eternity, but it just didn't, and, and I took it out, and I'm like, oh, man, I, I dropped it in. And, and as soon as I dropped it in, interesting happened, uh, something interesting happened. That matrix thing was no longer there. It was like, boom, and just like, like gone, right? But that very moment, here's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to go back into the light here. Uh, what happened was... At the end of the worship service, and you know, I, God, I, I gave it, and I'm trusting you, I'm trusting in you. You know that's all I had. You know that's all I had in my wallet. And uh, a family comes over, and it says, "I it just God put something in my heart that He, he wants me to take you and your family out to, uh, to eat." And I'm like, "Well, Amen," because they didn't know that I had just given all that I had, and. Long story short, they took us to a, a restaurant and uh, uh, a Red Lobster. I, I haven't been to a Red Lobster in a while, but this, at that time, it was still expensive. And, that, uh, and, and I found out that the bill that they paid for was certainly more than the $60 that I had in my wallet. But here's the part. I'm not a preacher that's going to tell you, hey, if you give to the Lord, you're going to get this in return. No, no. When you give to the Lord, there's no strings attached. What I'm saying is that my lesson, I'm not saying it's for you, but my lesson that very day is making sure that I'm trusting in God and that when he's, he's given me that, that conviction to give, it is more to give. I don't know what the result's going to be. I never knew that that family was going to go and take the, not just me, but my whole family out on there. But, but I trusted in God and we never know how that's going to be. But God knew that my heart was to be able to give because we have a great example in God in John 3 16 when he says for God so loved the world that he what gave and so by doing that ladies and gentlemen by giving is knowing okay God I'm trusting in you and I'm giving it to you but also making sure that as I give it to the church that they like the Macedonian churches and the Corinth church that they go and they continue to share in the gospel of Jesus Christ to let them, the world know that in the midst of darkness that there is a light that still shines because it is shining in us and that light is through Jesus Christ 
And so therefore, and able to do that through New Rich Fellowship as we go into uh, uh, 2024 as a first full year of New Rich Fellowship is to making sure that as we gather, even if, if, if you're saying, oh, a pastor, or you don't even have to say to me, this is between you and God, and say, God, you know where my circumstances are. And this is, it's not more of my abundance. I'm actually giving a, a sacrificial uh, uh, giving because it's a faith pledge that I'm providing to the church so that way programs and ministries and the gospel of Jesus Christ is being shared. And right now, ladies and gentlemen, we have a great example of that where even those of you who are watching online, it is because of the faithful giving of the people and that we are sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ beyond our sanctuary walls out there. And I believe we have people over in Africa and Guatemala and Puerto Rico and other states that are watching this, sim- this uh, service right here and they're hearing about the message and the gospel of Jesus Christ because of your faithfulness. And sometimes people say, well, that's all I got. Well, what happened to the Macedonian churches? We need to be able to have each other in the midst of what is happening is making sure that we have what we trust in God. Last thing I want to share with you before I end here. They were overjoyed in their giving, even in their own state of what was happening, in their own poverty, what they gave. You know, there was a time, I talked about the cupboard earlier, there was a time that we didn't have as much, but there were, uh, I was at a church, and my dad was the pastor, and, and uh, there was a family in need, uh, uh, several times this would happen, and he would put a plea out to the, to, to the family members, and hey, anything you can, you, can, you can grab on there. We don't have a food pantry, but we'll, we, we want to be able to grab it. And I remember going into the, okay, what? I don't have a lot right now, but hey, I can, I can give, you know, the corn and I can give, you know, and I got the spaghetti and meat, uh, uh, SpaghettiOs with meatballs and, oh, God, you know, I, I don't like the regular SpaghettiOs, but I like SpaghettiOs with meatballs, but oh, Lord, okay, th- this person may need it more than that. I mean, this is what I was going through back and forth, but I wanted to make sure that you got to realize that I also had enough all right, but, but man, there, there were times that that cupboard was sometimes bare. And I was thinking, God, why would I give something away when I don't even have enough? And this example of the Macedonian church was also like this. It says it wasn't that they were covering the whole debt or the whole uh, uh, expanse of mission, but they were able to give what they were able to do. That's what the Bible was saying. And they gave exceedingly. How did they do that? I love that verse 5 says, above all and first of all, they gave it all to the Lord. They gave their life unto the Lord. And that way it, it was more meaningful in their lives because now they knew that there was a purpose of why they were doing it. They weren't just giving it more from charity, but they were giving it because they were being a part of something greater that maybe they themselves did not fully understand, but they were so excited and privileged to be able to do so that they just wanted to just give what they had. But they first gave it all to the Lord. And I know, I've, I don't think I've ever done it here uh, in our church since uh, 2017. And I can't speak for uh, what happened uh, prior to that, but with New Ridge, I mean, I'm, I'm bound to change a few things, but here, here's what I want to do uh, right now. I don't want you to just come up and just put the, the um, uh, commitment cards on the altar. Today's our first Sunday of, of commitment, and maybe some of you are here for the very first time. Be like, oh, man, I got the wrong weekend to come to because he's talking about giving and things. I know, actually, this is helping us out because we have to plan for what 
we hope to do in 2024. And by having your pledges, it'll allow us to know, okay, we can do this, right? So, but before you put your pledge cards on the altar, ladies and gentlemen, I want to make sure that you have an opportunity to give it first yourself to the Lord. And why I say that is, if you have never given your life to Christ, I want to be able to provide you and lead you through that prayer there are certain things people say, well, what's that prayer uh, look like? You know, I heard somebody else uh, say this prayer like this, and then somebody else, which one's the right one? No, I, think I really believe it's the one in the heart, but I want to lead you through a, a heartfelt prayer. If you, if you want to give your life to Christ today, I'm not asking you to come up to the, the altar area. God knows where you are here, and for those of you who are watching online, God knows where you are. He wants to make sure that your heart is open and your willingness to receive Christ into your, into your lives, into your heart. But I want to make sure that you're, just, you're not saying, okay, October 22nd, 2023, I gave my life to Christ and that's it. That's a start. I want to make sure that New Ridge Fellowship, that you have ways to connect with others, that way you can grow because in your giving, you can grow and grow spiritually. You can, in your giving, you can also uh, uh, help other, other people grow too. But it's your life, so I don't want you just coming and bringing your, your commitment card to the altar without yourself having your heart ready, and that heart is having Christ in it. So I'm going to ask you to please bow your heads and close your eyes. I'm going to pray uh, just, just a, a, a prayer as we prepare our hearts and minds to uh, bring the cards, but, and then I'm just going to pray a prayer that if you have never given your life to Christ and you want to do this today, there's, it's not a pressure, please. It's not a guilt trip. This is by way of invitation because we are just giving thanks to God for the blessings he has poured upon our lives that he gave us life. So let, let's pause for a word of prayer. God, we, we are thankful that you come to this point in our worship service that we are able to receive of your word. And as today we are in our first uh, Sunday of giving and giving and presenting to you on the altar our pledges for 2023, the commitment cards. And not just pledges, Lord, is the word of, is financial commitment, Lord. Even when sometimes when the things get hard is, you know, making sure that we are trusting in you and that we are committed to our word because you remain with your word. Let us be a great example. You know, that you are a great example. Let us be great followers and disciples of that. But God, there are people here who may have never given their life to Christ or accepted your son, our Lord and our Savior, into their hearts. And we want to be able to pause in the midst of this prayer and for you to hear their cry out as they may echo my words silently where they are, whether they're online or here in our sanctuary. Dear God, I thank you for Jesus who died on the cross, who took my place, who took my sin, because I am a sinner. And when he died and rose again, he gave me life. I accept him now into my life 
in my heart. Not because I paid for something, not because I did anything, but by your grace, I thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Ladies and gentlemen, if you have received Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to be able to celebrate with you. Our staff wants to celebrate with you. Our church wants to celebrate with you. But making sure that at the end of the service, if you will be so kind and let our uh, care ministry uh, folks know in the back that you gave your life to Christ, we'd love to hear that. We want you to get connected because, again, just because you give your life to Christ, and that's not really the final part. How can we start growing from there? Now, at this very moment, let's prepare ourselves to give uh, onto these uh, giving cards. And if you are bringing them up, what what I'm going to ask you to do, you can please, when you place them on the altar, place them with this side up, okay? Some individuals have actually, like I did, I have kept the whole brochure together so that way it's nice and closed and you can place it. But there are individuals who have actually did the perforated um, um, side. Just make sure that this side is up and the information is down okay and because we want to make sure as new rich fellowship that the leaders are leading by example i'm going to place the um, the card first i'm going to ask anyone who's on staff here um, in this in this service as well as leadership council members and trustees to come up after me and then follow by the rest of the of the congregation we can't do this alone. I'm looking forward to what God has in store for us in 2024. Uh, let's celebrate so we continue sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with others.